Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 and the Azerbaijan Grand Preview. It's a pun. It's a pun, everyone. We're starting with a pun. Uh, hope you're doing well. Hope you enjoy. Welcome along. We're going to go through some of the biggest news stories of the past week and then have a look towards this weekend, make a few predictions, have a bit of a chat, have a lovely time. That's what we're covering here in this video. Firstly, though, uh, subscribe. That's the that's the first rule. You have to subscribe. Secondly, my hair is still a mess, but tomorrow it'll be cut. When you come back tomorrow for the qualifying review, this hair will be gone. It'll look nice. I can't wait. I can't stand this hair anymore. It's driving me insane. Uh, on a second personal note, though, on Sunday I am going away, and I think I will be travelling whilst the race is on. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to watch the race in the back of a car and I will bring to you my race reactions. They may be in the back of the car, they may be in a random bedroom somewhere, but they will be on the Stop and Go F1 YouTube channel because that's how dedicated I am to you. And surely that deserves a like and a subscribe, I think. But enough chatting about this useless nonsense. Let's talk about the biggest news of the week. And that's uh, the first biggest story is that Fernando Alonso might be dating Taylor Swift. There's a rumour going round that he's dating Taylor Swift. Every, uh, you know, Sky Sports and F1 journalist has done a Taylor Swift song title pun, and quite frankly, they're beneath me, so I'm not doing one. But that's the rumour. Is it true? Probably not, but, you know, I hope it is. Moving on! F1 have changed the sprint rules. Now, I'm sure we spoke about this on an F1 news video not too long ago that it was being speculated and this was being thrown around and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they have confirmed it. They confirmed it yesterday, which was Wednesday. I mean, they've had four weeks of nothing to confirm this, but they decide to confirm it a couple days before it's going to happen to the point where I think on the F1 website, if you go on there, uh, well, definitely yesterday, it didn't even say what times everything was, and it was still showing practice sessions. So uh, it's very late in announcing this, but anyway, they have announced it. So here we go. I'll talk you through it. I'll go down my screen here. Friday, which is tomorrow, we all have the first and only practice session. Following that, we all have the Grand Prix qualifying, which will decide the grid for the race on Sunday. Then, on to Saturday, we'll have the Sprint Shootout, which is the new qualifying session, which will determine the grid for the Sprint Race, which will also take place on Saturday. Then, finally, we'll have the race on Sunday. Now, I hear you shout, what is the Sprint Shootout? And let me tell you, because I'm still not fully aware myself, but I'll read this to you now. So we still have the three qualifying sessions, although they are shorter. So Q1 will be 12 minutes, Q2 10 minutes, then Q3 will be 8 minutes. Five cars will be eliminated each time, just like normal. Something else that is different though, in Q1 you must use the medium tyres, you must also use the medium tyres into Q2, and then in Q3 you must use the soft tyres. Now why is this? I don't know. 
it might be a Pirelli thing to make sure that you have soft tyres for the race, maybe. But also it offers an interesting question. So I remember last year there was a thing where the Mercedes car, it took a while for them to get the medium tyres into the perfect operating window. And I think we saw that a little bit as well in Australia, if I remember correctly. So maybe, you know, in Q2 when you only have 10 minutes, you have the medium tyres. Maybe it'll take a few laps for these tyres to get going and that might bring some interest there. Q3 being eight minutes means like if you time everything to perfection, you can get two laps in. Otherwise, you're only going to have one lap to determine your uh, grid position for Saturday, which is exciting. What's also very exciting is one practice session. One practice session to set up, get your car set up in the optimum position for two races and two qualifying sessions. And I mean, you know, if it was to rain on that practice session and then be dry for the rest of the weekend... You just have to just go on vibes alone at that point. It's it's exciting. You know, as soon as this was put out into the world, you had all those people online who, like, as soon as anything new comes out, just says it's rubbish, which personally I think is one of the worst possible mindsets to have in life. So, you know... Here at Stop and Go F1, we're open to new things, and I am open to this. I'm looking forward to this weekend, see how it goes. I think having the sprint race just as a race of itself, rather than setting the grid, is probably a good idea, because it means that the guys can go a bit more all out. They're not worried about, oh, should I go for that overtake, because if something goes wrong, it ruins my Sunday. This is just this Saturday alone. Here we go. Let's go for it. I think this could be fun. That's what I've got to say. So this is what we got for this weekend and for the remainders of the sprint races this year, which we've got six of. And I always forget what they are. So here's the quick test off the top of my head. Baku, Imola, Austria, Spa, Texas, Brazil. I did it. I did it. Fantastic. The Spa sprint race is going to intrigue me because that's going to be like two laps, which is madness. Anyway, moving away from the sprint race onto more news, and that is that Franz Tost is stepping down as team principal of AlphaTauri, the man who's been there just like since the start. I think since uh, like 2006, it must be, yeah, 2006 is when he started, that's when the team started, and he's just been there the entire time, and he's finally stepping down. I mean, you know. In terms of greatest team principles of all time, I'm not sure if he's necessarily in that conversation because, you know, AlphaTauri never won a world championship. They've won two races. You know, he's he's not up there in terms of that. But in terms of driver development, which is what the whole point of that team is, you know, he's done a fantastic job. You've got to think how many drivers have gone through that team and gone to achieve huge things. You know, obviously you've got the big names, Sebastian Vettel, Max Verstappen. Both went through the team with him as team principal. But you've got names such as Daniel Ricciardo and Carlos Sainz, Pierre Gasly. Uh, There's just all of the big names of the Red Bull uh, Junior program at some point have worked for him and have been guided by him in the rookie stages of their career. And, you know, he's done a fantastic job. And I think, you know, this is a well-deserved retirement for Franz Tost. Of course, this brings up the speculation of, oh, is this going to lead to the sale of AlphaTauri? Because that has been a rumour that's been circulating now for a few months. And I really don't know. Because I, I thought the... Um, 
I thought the discussion of that has kind of stopped a few months ago, but Fran's leaving. Maybe, maybe not. But his replacement has already been announced, and it is Laurent Mekis. And I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, probably. But you will probably recognise him if you've seen the Ferrari pit wall. He is the man with the crazy hair. Uh, so, yeah, he's coming across from Ferrari to become the new team principal at Alpha Tauri. And, I mean, this move must have been in the works for a while because they announced it literally on the same day. So... Franz Toss stepping down, they instantly have his replacement up. Very efficient over at AlphaTauri. So all the best to Mr. Mekis on his uh, job, which will start next year. So Franz Tost will be here till the end of the season. Um, yeah, but another guy leaving Ferrari. It's not a good look for them. Moving on now, though, away from the news and looking towards this weekend. And I think... When we look towards this weekend, what we really have to talk about is what upgrades will people be bringing to this race? We've had four weeks of no racing. We're ready to go again. Uh, McLaren are the team that my eyes are on for this weekend because even before the first race, they said Baku will be the place where we will launch our upgrades. So my eyes are on McLaren this weekend. I expect a big improvement from them because these upgrades have been in the works for a very long time they knew the issue with their car before it even started baku is going to be their saving grace let's see where they are will they be challenging the likes of the alpines maybe will they be there or thereabouts will they maybe jump the alpines will they win the entire race let's wait and see but of course i make big predictions on these uh, grand prix uh, preview videos and of course i've got my predictions here for you this weekend so here we go my first prediction is that fernando alonso will finish third in at least one of the races now if you look on the community tab on this uh, youtube channel i often post on the community tab but i posted a very nice stat the other day that fernando alonso is one third place away from becoming the joint third person in all of third places I mean, that's not the, the best way to uh, word that, but that's what I've done. So in terms of people who've got the most third places, he will be third. So Ferdinando Alonso will be the third most third person of all time. So we need him to get that one more third place. More than him getting win number 33, we need third number whatever. It, well, I don't I don't know how much it's going to be. Um, I'll have to give one second. I'm, I'm Googling in the background. Uh, talk amongst yourself. We're, we're looking for third placed uh, number. Um, oh my god, I pressed it. Third place. Oh, it's, it's 33 as well. Forget win 33. We're about third 33. Yes, 33 thirds to become the third most third place driver of all time. It's all lining up. The stars are aligned for Ferdinando Alonso to take his place on the throne of third. Yes, getting a bit carried away. There you go. Right, and my other prediction is that I think either during the sprint race or the actual race, Ferrari will finally get their first podium of the year. They've got good straight line speed. I was looking up uh, before in terms of top speeds. I could only find the data from Bahrain. But in terms of top speed, Ferrari have the highest top speed. So I think they should be good this weekend, is my guess. Uh, Mercedes actually had a very low top speed 
they had the lowest top speed of any Mercedes-powered car in Bahrain, which was a bit mad. But I'm expecting good things from Ferrari, who will get a podium, either in the sprint or in the race this weekend. They're my two predictions for you. Ferdinando and Ferrari podium. That's all I've got to say for today. I'll be back tomorrow to talk about all things Friday qualifying. And I'll have shorter hair. It'll be wonderful. Make sure you subscribe for that. Leave your predictions in the comments. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.